David narrowed his problem down to something we all need to deal with. And this is what he said. Creating me a clean heart. Yes. What David is saying, you know why I did those things? Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with my heart. Amen. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. Good morning, everyone. God's blessings be upon you and your household. And I want to thank him once again for a wonderful day he has given us. As the scriptures say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. To my dear friend, the right reverend overseer, <laughs> Carnell King. Good morning, Bishop. Amen. Amen. I just want to once again share that during the week we have numerous interactions with the scripture that we're reading and, and studying. And I want to challenge every last one of you to get somebody to do that with on a regular basis. Just say, we're going to be looking at such and such a scripture and we both share about it. And that is what you call developing an intimacy with God, where you have someone there sharing with you different insights or asking different questions. We all need that. We shouldn't have to wait from Bible study or to Bible study or from Sunday to Sunday, whatever case it may be. It should be very personal. It should be very intimate. God should be the focus. Understanding him should be the goal. Doing what he asks us to do should be the results of what we understand, and that's very, very important. Thank you once again. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Which brings me now to our subject and our topic at hand, repentance. I just cannot get enough of repenting. I can't get enough of really feeling as if God means so much to me. God, God just, I don't know the words to explain it, but if you ever understood what it was for the Almighty God to look at you and to see you as if you were righteous as Christ. And that's the only way God could approve of us. He can't approve of a little bit of wrong or a little bit of being off track. It must be the perfect blood of Jesus, like a, a lamb without spot or wrinkle or any such things. Now, it's way beyond our comprehension how that purification process could take place and it progressive. It's kind of hard to believe that God sees us sinless as if he will tolerate just a little bit of it, but he can't do it. He can't tolerate not one ounce of sin. This is the beautiful part about what we want to continue to talk about today, and I do pray that you understand and that you learn and that you challenge someone, you even challenge yourself. And I'm glad I chose this platform that we would be able to not so much as try to preach something, but to take the time, especially with repentance. I just found out so much this week, and thanks for the calls and the challenges and I really appreciate that. I, I, I do. Repentance is more than what we actually think it is. Once you repent, 
and you tell God you're sorry, now what do you want him to do? Are you able to address some issues? In the 51st Psalms last week, you brought out something that's important, and I went home and I read that Psalms over there. I tell you, it was one of my favorite ones. David is uh, one of my favorite characters in the scripture, Old Testament, and Jeremiah, that is. But David didn't only ask God to forgive him. He was more specific with God in other areas. And I said that to say this because uh, the scripture lets us know that the things that are written aforetime for our examples and our admonition, yes. and then God takes his word, David, 3,000 years ago, 1,000 years before Christ, and he leaves us a lesson here. Mm -hmm. Amen that we should follow because God had it recorded in the scripture. And in the 51st Psalms, it was this word kept popping up mm -hmm. that I read. In verse 13, he said, then I will teach transgressors your ways mm -hmm. and sinners will be converted to you. Yes. The 14th verse, deliver me from blood guiltiness. He was a murderer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He didn't only ask God to forgive him for the sin, that he had committed with Bathsheba, mm -hmm. and he put murder. David say, I'm guilty of blood guilty. I'm yes. guilty of blood. Yes. yes. Oh, God, the God of my salvation, deliver me from that. Mm -hmm. that, that must have really brought something home to him. Yes. Then, then something mm -hmm. will happen. Mm -hmm. My tongue will joyfully sing of your righteousness. In verse 18, he said, by your favor, do good to Zion. Mm -hmm build the walls of Jerusalem, then yes. you will delight in the righteous sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then young bulls will be offered on your altar. That word then is very, very important because David is saying at that time, at that time, mm -hmm. then, or mm -hmm. next in order. It's just three ways you could look at that. Or soon afterward. So what David is saying after my repentance, mm -hmm. then some things will happen. My question is, what was he doing before he repented? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If sinners could be converted after I repent, what are we doing before we repent? What, what is that? He say, then, after that, then, then what, David? I will teach transgressors your ways. What were you teaching them before you repented? That's right. That's right. He mm -hmm. says, then my tongue will joyfully sing of your righteousness. What were you singing before, before. you repented? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is a serious question we have to ask. If there's one ounce of sin, you are not working or cooperating with God because mm -hmm. God doesn't take part with sin. At all. Mm -hmm. at, at all. Mm -hmm. It's a serious matter with the church today and what I'm saying is Christ <laughs> Jesus must be so, what is another word I could use, accepted in our lives mm -hmm. to the point where there is nothing sinful seen, known, or anticipated by us. Amen. But the beautiful part about it, and I, I'm going to just put my case out there. Yes, <laughs> David found out something very dear that's going to help all of us when we find this out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the woman. It wasn't the men he was angry with that he had killed. It wasn't anything about that. 
Amen. Something's Amen. wrong. Wasn't nothing wrong with the woman? Wasn't wrong with the men? Mm -hmm. Something's wrong in my heart. Mm -hmm. In our country today, we have to make very clear, and we have to be very sure, it's not a black-white problem. Yes. Yes. It's a heart problem. Amen. Amen. It's not a police citizen problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a heart problem. Amen. Amen. This man that has been convicted of murder, three charges convicted of him, does God want him to come to heaven? Yes, he does. Hmm. Uh, I need to think about that. You know why? My heart, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My yeah. heart says, yeah, they just throw him away. That's right. My heart, but that's not what God's saying. That's not what, that's right. David said, you know, you know, David did some things, man. Mm -hmm. David said, deliver me, O God. Deliver me, the God of my salvation. Then my tongue, mm -hmm. of all the praise, of all the psalms he wrote, sure, God was allowing him to do it, Amen. but it's only accepted when the heart is right. Amen. So Amen. what I want to work with today is repentance that comes from the heart. Amen. It must come from the heart. Mm -hmm. It's the cry of a heart that needs to be changed. Amen. Save me by doing what? Changing Change my heart. heart. Mm -hmm. And he asked God for a spiritual makeover. Mm -hmm. he, Lord, forgive me yes, right. I, for my sins and all, and then you're going mm -hmm. on. God does not want to have forgiven sinners. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. wants sinners that have been renewed and restored. Amen. Not a restored old man, but a new man. Mm -hmm. yes. Being be Christ is a new creature. Mm -hmm. So repentance is from the heart, mm -hmm. and the heart is the heart of the matter. That's mm -hmm. what... I want to talk about a little bit today. It's your heart. Amen. It's not race. It's not color. It's not gender. Mm -hmm. It's heart. It's, it's, it's a heart issue. Yes. You know, when I look at this passage of Scripture as well, Bishop, when um, we get to verse 13, as you have highlighted, the uh -huh. then I would teach, uh -huh. I would just in the taking the Scripture at face value here, uh -huh. I would conclude that David is reaching a conclusion now. Yes, he based is. off Good of what point. he has just said. Uh -huh. And what brings about the then, I wrote four things here. It's a clean heart. A clean heart. A renewed spirit uh -huh. that is steadfast. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's the joy of God's restored salvation that mm -hmm. is sustained or kept by a willing spirit. Yes. That brings about the then. But David says something, and I know we'll get to it in verse 17 that the sacrifices of God are a broken no spirit, spirit and a contrite heart. heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Well, my question there is what causes the heart to be broken and a spirit contrite? Okay. I submit to you, it is the word of God. You got God said in Jeremiah 23, 29, is not my word like fire mm. and like a hammer which shatters a rock? Now, when I read that, Bishop, I concluded that the rock is the heart of man. The word of God is the instrument in which the heart is broken. The power and the might of God contained in the word of God is the force that shatters the heart. That's why so many times we can hear a word taught or preached and shared, but it does nothing to the heart because we're hearing with the dullness of hearing. We're not hearing the power. We're not allowing the power and the might of God mm. to do in that word what God intended for it to do. 
that, that therefore the, the heart remains the, the same. The heart remains the same. Now that's the big issue the 21st century church is having. Yes, sir. People are coming, people are joining, people are participating mm -hmm. in, in ministries and they call them mega churches. But the measure of a man with God is his heart. His heart. Amen. Not his church, mm -hmm. but his heart. Amen. And that's very, very important. You know, Jeremiah was the last prophet to Judah. As a matter of fact, the last 40 years of their existence as a nation, he was preaching to them about repentance, mm -hmm. coming back to God. Yes. And in the 17th chapter of Jeremiah, God had given Jeremiah the words to tell Judah what her problem was. Mm -hmm. And in chapter 17, it's a scripture we oftentimes use this. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately mm -hmm. wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a very good scripture. But when it's taken out of context, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean what it's supposed to mean. That's right. You're That's just right. saying something. What do you mean the heart is deceitful? For Jeremiah was really preaching hard, and Judah was going further and further away from God. They had actually became idol worshipers. They had all of these things going on in their, in their lives. And in chapter 5, I just want to read that as, as I come back. Jeremiah 5, 23, 24. Mm -hmm. Here's the prophet telling the nation, but this people has a stubborn and rebellious heart. Mm -hmm. See, God always identifies why we do what we do. That's right. You know That's why right. you rebel? Mm -hmm. Your heart's, heart's bad. bad. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. why you do what you do? Your, Your heart's heart. bad. Mm -hmm. You know why you can't get along with people? It's your heart. Your heart's bad. Mm -hmm. It's that issue. There's nothing wrong with them in the sight of God. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. We just have to get the issues right that the enemy got us thinking we are right. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. he, he says to the children of Israel, you have a rebellious heart. They have turned aside and departed. They do not say in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives us rain in this season. You see what he's saying? You haven't even brought to mind mm -hmm. the good rain. I'm still blessing you to have crops. Yeah, I'm still yeah. blessing you to live. Mm -hmm. And you don't even bring that to mind. Why? Your rebellious heart has turned you against me. Mm. When I thought about this, man, all the years that, you know, you walk away from God and you don't want to have nothing to God, he still blessed us. Amen. He still Amen. kept us from, right. from danger. Yes. He kept us from being alive, lost in the war. God still kept us. Yes, we did. Didn't want to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Now, I don't know about anybody else. I know about me. That's right. I can, That's right. I can speak for me. Amen. Y'all can speak about me. <laughs> I can speak. I can speak. I can speak Say to me. Bishop. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.